Welcome in to DMVR Buffs Live. I'm Henry Chisholm. This is uh, Superstar Dev hanging out with us today. Uh, how's it going, Dev? Good, I'm good. Uh, lots of wins this week. So many wins. My, my, my DraftKings account looks incredible because of it. <laughs> I just keep making money. Just wins across the board in every sport. Like mm-hmm. I've, Nuggets were won this week. Uh, Colorado won. Um, football and basketball. Yep. Like it, it was a pretty big week for... For all the teams that I watch, at least. Yeah. Avs last night won 7-1. to one. See? It's incredible. So, yeah. Uh, hopefully, the Buffs will keep it going tomorrow because the football team and the basketball team will both be in action. The uh, football team is in Los Angeles. They're taking on UCLA. The basketball team will be at the CU Event Center. Uh, and they're they're going to be playing New Mexico, which is going to be uh, I don't even know if you can call it a sneaky tough game after what happened against Montana State. Like, if you're going overtime with Montana State, it's just a tough game against New Mexico. Yeah, that's what I was uh, thinking about when I was watching the game. Like, there was some order that was put into place uh, to, to conclude the game in overtime mm-hmm. where it looks like themselves. Mm-hmm. But then you think about we're in overtime and they're tied with this team, you know, who they should have went out and dismantled. Yep. Um, so it's like while it was a, it was good to get a win, there's still lots to think about with that team, um, which you kind of you kind of expect it. For sure. And that's the thing is you did expect it. Um and at the end of the day, they pulled it out. And you can make the case that really it's it's better for them to have it go that way because you got to give all these young guys overtime experience. Like just watching Evan Batty on that bench, the way that he was hyping everybody up, the way he was into everything, when he was on the court running down and hyping up the student section, coming back up the floor. Like those, those freshmen who've been playing in gyms in front of 700 people, Lawson Lovering coming from Wyoming where yeah. there probably weren't even that many people. It's a very different experience. And to get to go through that and hear how loud that crowd was and, and how it kind of fueled everything that they did at the end there, if we're looking for silver linings, I think that's a big one. I'm glad that you uh, kind of uh, spoke about the fact that uh, it was, you know, the, the freshmen that got, you know, mm-hmm. it was a building experience and a learning experience for them because I looked at it in, in the opposite way. Um, besides uh, Evan Batty, I feel like this is a new leadership role for a lot of the guys that they have on the team are at least stepping into that limelight or um, being the the upperclassmen on the team where they're also like learning, hey, I have to put our young guys and, you know, mm-hmm. we, we don't have a lot of experience together. So I got to um, see um, Bartholomew um, be able to lead the team in different ways or see uh, Parquet, like Elijah, be able to um, lead the team in, in different ways. So I think that it was good overall um, for a team to just go through um, some like lows, but still be able to, to come out victorious. Yep. And obviously at the end of the day, a win's a win. It is college sports. So there is a little bit more subjectivity there. And there's the computer rankings that what, if, if you could win by 10 plus, and that's the top category, but everything else, a nine point win an eight point win an overtime win, they, they just calculate a little bit differently. So you want to win by more. It's not quite like pro sports, but to go through that, I think it's a good thing. And, you know, just to build on your point about guys, learning how to be leaders i talked to neat clifford last week we'll talk about him a lot today but but one of the things i said right before the season started was you know i know you're only in your second year here but you're one of the older guys now do you feel like you're you're a veteran on this team and he didn't say no but he definitely didn't say yes either like i think that that it's going to take some time just for especially that class for him and tristan and jabari to to be guys who are kind of the, the the key pieces on the court and off the court. 
Yeah, like, but just even think about that. A guy that's in their second year that didn't play much in their first year are mm-hmm. now being asked to be the guy or to rally the troops or rally the team around them. That's that's a learning experience that you're going to have to go through, and it's going to take those type of um, games, those type of moments, and also just being battle-tested and having to go through that. So I think that, that while you know it wasn't the blowout win that we wanted, it's still the – the type of game that you really need, especially because it, it challenges your team in different ways, in ways that um, I mean, you can't you can't teach unless you're like actually living through it. Absolutely. Um, let's play a quick game. Let's uh, let's play a game of fact or fiction. This is going to be crossover. This is talking basketball. This is talking football too. Um, but but here's here's the the first one I got for you. Jarek Broussard will run for more yards then the basketball team scores points. Fact or fiction? Um, so just going <laughs> off of the season, it will be fiction. But going mm-hmm. off of that last game, you got to say fact because they, they they have a blueprint now, and they're like, oh, yeah, that, that actually does work. <laughs> what made us go away from that? Like, I feel like that's like a realization and also just – just having, a, especially the offensive coordinator, having such a, a up and down type of year, when you find some type of success, you stick with it. So I'm going to say that that's, that's fiction. Just because I know that they're going to try to feed their workhorse. They're going to try to make sure that he gets those. Like, if you really look at that last game, this is the first time that he was able to get, you know, 25 carries in a game. Yep. That's that's major for, for anybody to find a rhythm, but especially <laughs> a guy that has had success and has won the player of the year and things like that. So it's fiction for me. Uh, I think you mean fact. Sorry. Because they'll run for more than they score. Yo, yeah, 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 yeah. I got backwards on that. Yeah, There's going to be a lot of complicated ones yeah, today. Jer- yeah, Jarek, will, he will have more yards than the basketball team. Okay. Uh, just want to remind everybody, if you're watching on Twitter, jump over to YouTube because uh, it's better, it's higher quality, all that kind of stuff. And you can play along with us if you're over there in the chat. Um, and we can see all those responses. So so we want to hear from you guys. You think it's fact or fiction? Uh, I'm going to go fiction. I'm going to go fiction. I think that you really like what you saw last week from Jarek. And I do think that it's replicable. I also think that there's a real chance. I mean, it's a 17-point spread. And that obviously means that Vegas thinks that this is going to go a particular way. And if at halftime they're down 10 20 points something like that it's gonna be time to throw the ball yeah you would have to try to get it on a, a big break early on in the game mm-hmm. the only thing with with and that this is my rebuttal with that is we haven't seen lewis have to throw 30 times or anything like that's that true. i just don't even know if if that's their <laughs> game plan or what he's capable possible? of yeah. exactly so i feel like regardless if they're down or up he's still gonna get carries to you know try to find some type of offense because if you have to leave it to for for Brendan Lewis to just have to throw it all game long, that just that's a recipe for disaster. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, the other thing though is I think this basketball team is going to score a lot of points. Yeah, I think even even though that game against Montana State, there are some things you don't love about it. They were able to put the ball in the basket. A lot of the struggles were on the defensive end. In particular, the three point shooting was was nice, and I think that there's a good chance that they can get up 70, 80 points here. And that makes it tougher because I do think Jarek's going to be right around that same range. Um, you brought Brendan Lewis and, and how many times can he really throw the ball? Let's throw this one out here. Um, Brendan Lewis will have more completions 
then Keyshawn Bartholomew has points. Fact or fiction? That, those are good. That's a good question right there. <laughs> um, just because we saw um, we saw Keyshawn come off of a 19-point mm-hmm. game. That was a close one, but that also was really high scoring as well. It's true. I'm going to say fiction. I, 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 do, I think that Lewis will have, especially if they're down, he's going to have to throw it a little bit more. I also mm-hmm. don't expect – you know, Colorado to put up or the basketball team to put up ninety four points a game or ninety four yeah. points again. So I'm I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with the football team on this one. It's a, I'm struggling here. <laughs> Just run through. So like backwards. So last week he had fifteen completions, twenty five, nine, twelve, ten, seven, eight. Like that is very much the range that Keyshawn's going to fit into. And, I mean, you look at the high end there, 25 completions. I don't think he goes over that. I think he probably winds up in that, like, 18, 19 range. Keyshawn's capable of of putting those numbers up again. I don't think it happens. I'm, I'm going to go Brendan Lewis more completions than Keyshawn points. Um, let's jump ahead to, uh, ooh, ooh, here we go. The team's combined points will outscore their opponent's combined points. So if you add the football-basketball team together, do they win? So I mean, basically, does the basketball team win by yeah. enough to cancel out the loss? No. On I'm, paper. No. Mm. First off, I think you're just trying to confuse me for sure. <laughs> I think you're trying to confuse me. But I'll say, I'll say the, the football team... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Repeat the question. One okay, more okay, time. okay. So, if you add the CU team scores together, is it more or less than the other team scores? Oh no, scores. Yeah, I'll, I'll go opponent on this one. Okay, I, I think that first off, I just I feel like the this, the football team can get blown out in this one, so they're going to have to put up points. Also, we don't know how many points the football team is going to put up. We we have seen some mm-hmm. you know highs. We've seen some lows from them. Um, so it's going to be on the basketball team entirely to try to put up points. Um, Because, you know, it's not going to come easy on that football side. I'm going to say fact. I'm going to say it happens. I I think that, first of all, I think that 17 points on this spread for the football game, I think it's too many. Um, I'm not sure if I'm ready to say that they're going to win the game, but I do think that's too many. On the basketball side, I think that they should win by double digits. And obviously, after what happened against Montana State, I can't say it's absolutely going to happen. But I think the potential for this football team to keep it kind of close and the potential for the basketball team to... I, th- I think they have the potential to really blow this team out. Again, not betting on it, but it's the thing that could happen. And so I'm going to say because of the different ways that it could happen, I'm going to say fact. Um, how about this? Evan Batty will have more fouls than Brendan Rice has catches. Oh, that's a, that's a fun one. Fact. Fact. Wow. Really, you just don't know what to ex- – and that's, and that's more so what it is. It's not uh, a Brennan Lewis thing. Mm-hmm. It's also, you know, not a Brennan, Brandon Rice thing. I think it's just sometimes they connect, sometimes they do not. Yep. But one thing that is consistent is Batty is going to play hard every single <laughs> He's going to get three fouls. He's, yeah, he's going to get his three <laughs> fouls. He's also he's not going to give up plays. So if mm-hmm. that means taking an extra foul, he's going to do that. If that means, you know, throwing his body around and, and catching an offensive charge, he's going to do that. So you could just pencil in for him in for three. 
but will the football team be able to connect? Will Will Lewis will, will the Brandon Brendan connection be able to, to to come together like that? We just don't know. And he's also been finding other guys. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he's been making sure that he's doing checkdowns and and reads and just finding guys. He's not just kind of keying in on one guy like one like most be, like a lot of people want. But he's just making it sure that it goes around. Chase Penry is who led them last week, so you just never know. Yep. Um, just running through these numbers. I mean, Brendan Rice one catch last week, five the week before that, one before that, three, <laughs> one. Like it's those are those are foul numbers for Evan Batty is what they look like. I I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Brendan Rice. I'm gonna go Brendan Rice has uh, more catches because. I mean, they're going to need him to. If, if they're going to keep up in this game, he's got to be producing. And I think that he does get at least three and probably four or five. I think Evan, after what happened last week, he, he has to sit after, what, seven minutes on the court, comes back in, and two minutes into the second half, picks up a third foul and goes back to the... I mean, I think he's got to be placing an emphasis on staying on the court. I'm, I'm saying Brendan Rice. I'm saying uh, that's fiction. Uh, last Last one here. UCLA will score more points than the Buffs bench. Fact. Okay. That includes well, actually, your guy, no, Nick. Yeah, so <laughs> now it becomes fiction. Because Nick, Nick uh, comes off the bench and he can score. He, he can mm-hmm. score. I'm going to go facts. I'm going to go facts. Okay. I really do think that uh, UCLA is just, they're going to push it. I really think they're going to push the pace um, and, and try to make you catch up. Um, also, they're going to. They're going to force you to throw the ball. Um, so, I mean, that that stops the clock if you're not coming up with all those catches. If you're not finding your guys, um, there's, there's a lot of football to be played on a long night. Um, so, I yeah, I, I would go with – I'm going to go with the, the football team on this one. Okay. I'll, I'll say fiction. I'll, 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 I'll disagree with you. Um, I, we'll talk about Neek more in depth here in a couple minutes. I'm, I, I, he is the reason I am taking this bet. Like, I'm not ready to say that I will never bet against Neek, but I will say that I will not bet against Neek tomorrow. And that's what it comes down here, or comes down to here. Obviously, you got other guys. You got KJ. You got Lawson. You got Luke O'Brien. <sighs> Maybe this is me just being a little bit too optimistic, but I'm, I'm gonna ride with the guys. Last week, uh, the bench or last game, the bench had 22 points combined. Oof. <laughs> They're gonna need more than that. <laughs> <laughs> 22 points. So you you have to think like someone has to explode from that bench. Mm-hmm. Granted, they this this is a game that you know if you go up go out and handle business, your starters get to sit a little bit longer. So now your bench is gonna be able to play extended minutes. So, like, there is, like, small caveats, but mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I'm going to go with the football in this deal. Can't blame you. Can't blame you. Uh, also couldn't blame you if uh, you wanted to have a Breck beer. It's a Friday. It's uh, We're getting ready for a Nuggets game. I'm headed down to the arena. I'm sure this place is going to be packed, too. I guess I, I wonder how big of a difference it makes when there's a game in town versus out of town. But... Vibes are always great at the DMVR bar, and they're even better if you're drinking Breckenridge beers. Uh, they help us out with a bunch of different things. They make this show po- possible, the podcast possible, all that kind of stuff. And they give us beers for the bus tailgates, which I've seen some of you guys at. So definitely be supporting them. 
not only because they support us, but also because they make really great beers, really great seltzers, and you just can't go wrong when you're drinking something from Breckenridge. Uh, if there's something in particular you want to try, I recommend the Strawberry Sky. Uh, I do really like the seltzers. The lemonade seltzers are good too. I, I go probably normal seltzer, uh, but you just really can't go wrong. Oh, producer Kale, super producer Kale. Definitely can't forget the super when he's bringing us beers, but there's a couple of those Breck loggers. Uh, but yeah, check out the beer locator on the website. It'll tell you exactly where to go to pick up anything that you want from Breckenridge Brewery. Also, want to give a shout out to our friends over at Saturday Neon. So, if you guys watched a basketball preview, you saw what they make. They they make these neon signs, but for college teams. They're really cool. It's a company that's started by two CU grads. Um, they're uh, based in Denver. They actually are really cool products. They're adjustable. You can change how how bright they get how dim they get i think there's a way to like make it flash or something they're really really nice and uh you should definitely check those out they're a great christmas gift and if you pick them up now oh there's kale that's what you're looking at but it lights up too wow it lights up and dev doesn't have to catch it this time and dev doesn't <laughs> have to catch it this time uh it's great stuff you can use the code dnvr for 10 percent off your purchase it's dnvr for a 10 percent discount for that incredible holiday gift all right, uh, let's uh, let's jump into this stock report here. This is going to be a little bit of a crossover. We're gonna we're gonna get some football in here. We're gonna get some basketball in here. But first, I mean, there's <laughs> there's a very clear place that we have to start this, and that is with Neat Clifford. He, uh, I guess, I'll have the stats pull up. Was it 13 points? That he 11 put? points. 11 points. 11 points. Is did it efficiently he played defense he had nine boards on top of that first of all i mean dev you were just right props to you dev for uh calling neat clifford being this good yeah and and he's only going to get better and and like like i was saying you know in, in previous shows like he, this is how he started out his high school career he you know he was a, he was a small town guy that just wanted to get better, wanted to grow, wanted to be a part of the team. He does so many things that go under the radar, but also now you're starting to see that it does impact the game. It is starting to be. He's a stat sheet stuffer, um, plays the right way, um, just does what he what, whatever you need him to do. And, yeah. and he's he's only getting stronger. He's only getting bitter, bigger, um, getting into um, his own body. Um, I think that, you know, by the end of the year, I think that he really is going to be that guy. Um, for the team and you're starting to see it even right now with just like if you, if you want me to go out and grab every board I can do that if you want me to get to the to the free throw line and attack I can do that if you want me to facilitate um, I could do that so that it's it's a big one for him his stock is is extremely high yep. um, I, I bought penny stocks I knew what it was going <laughs> to be um, coming into the year um, and it's going to only get better so right now uh, while it's still down mm -hmm. make sure you get all your stunk I, that's kind of the big question, especially for you. I mean, you have more Neek Clifford stock than anybody. No interest in just selling a little piece of it, just just cashing out a tiny none, bit and hold up. None. Okay. Okay. I'm just. I'm all in. I'm all in on it. I'm with it. I'm. I'm buying more too. What a game, and and he's a guy who didn't get to play all that much last year. You know, there were there were some other guys in his class. Obviously, Jabari's out there a lot. Tristan's out there quite a bit. Neek was kind of next up. And, and he didn't get to see the court all that much. And I think because of that, 
it just tempered expectations coming into this season. And honestly, I think that he might get a bit of a bad rap because he's from Colorado. I think it's easy to see like a kid coming in. He's a number 120 in the country out of California. He's playing all these big name LA, whatever. I think that, that sometimes these local guys do get a bad rap and they should not. And I think that he is proof. Yeah. And even with that, uh, not only is he a Colorado guy, he's a three, a guy. Like, yeah, I, I'm sure that in Vanguard, he went to Vanguard high school you know, in the Springs. I'm sure in Vanguard's history, there's never been a D1 basketball player, like in the history of the school. I just sure. know it. Like, there's no way. There's just no way. Um, so he was he was an under the radar type of player. Even in Colorado, it, it took him until like the end of his junior year to just like become the number one guy, mm-hmm. which, you know, ironically speaking um, about those Colorado guys taking a rap like this week. Actually, this game, he's going to be playing against his, like, best friend and, um, like, a player that, you know, they consider themselves cousins uh, with Javante Johnson, who was mm-hmm. – so, Nick Clifford was a 3A player of the year and also the Gatorade player of the year for Colorado. But also, Javante Johnson was the 4A player of the year. So, just one ride up for him, and they uh, they work out together. Um, they – they push each other, um, hundreds of one-on-one games. Um, so that's going to be fun uh, for mm-hmm. Javante Johnson and um, Nick Clifford to go against each other. Their families are super, super close, um, and and they they both have so much to prove. Absolutely, that is going to be a lot of fun. Um, let's move on to Brendan Lewis. He he had another good game. It's back to back. Maybe not the biggest numbers, but 15 to 24, 170 yards, three touchdowns, no picks. Tough to complain about that. Uh, also ran in a touchdown in overtime. There's a lot to like. Is this a time when you say, eh, maybe, maybe we, we cash out on this stock or we're closing down on the end of the season? You, who knows if he's the starter next year still? What are you thinking? You buying or selling? I'm going to sell this stock. So okay. I'm going to do it. Just And it's not a knock on him because that, that was an incredible game. That was the best game of his, you know, of his career thus far. And um, for him to go out and throw three touchdowns and answer those questions of can he throw the ball? Can he get others involved? You know, he he found so many different receivers. He has, you know, Chase Penry led the team in in receiving. (laughs) Daniel Arias, like, made a return. You know, like, Chenault, you know, he's back. So, like, he's finding as many people as possible in three touchdowns in a game. People are going to be high on him. But as we all know, like, he, he still has a lot to learn. And he, he, he has started to pick those type of things up. But it's not going to be higher than it is right now. Uh, and there's also going to be questions of if he's the starter or the guy for the future. So I'm going to sell yep. it right now while it's extremely high. And also tip my hat to him for, for overcoming and still playing extremely hard and starting to play well. Yeah. I mean, maybe you tip him a bit for making you some money. But uh, <laughs> I, I think... You're you're probably making the right decision. Um, when the stock was low like it was, and you see a rise like this, it's smart just to to take your money. And uh, actually, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. I think I think that there is a real chance. I, I think it's probably fifty fifty right now. He's the starter next year, and I think that I'm willing to take that gamble because if if you buy the stock now. And he wins the job over the course of the offseason, shows up week one. I don't know who that is next year, week one, but that stock's going to be up. And so I'm going to hold on till then. I'm a little tempted to sell it this week going up against UCLA, 
But I also think that UCLA's given up a lot of points, and if you're able to to put some numbers up against them, they don't need to be great, but but just prove that you really are a competent quarterback. It's going to bump up even just a little bit higher. That also might not happen, and I'll have regrets, but we'll see. Um, sticking with football here, Jarek Broussard, 151 yards last week uh, on 24 carries. Easily the best game of the season for him. Um, he had been under 30 yards in back-to-back weeks before that. Again, this is a chance where you say it's a good game. I'm going to cash out, or do uh, you think he's back and you want to buy more? I'm buying. I'm Ooh. definitely buying. Um, we've seen it all in that game. We, we've seen Broussard get a lot of carries. We've seen Broussard break off the long run that we've been desperately needing him to run mm-hmm. uh, break off. Um, we've seen him get through the tackles um, and, and, and drag guys and just be that electric player that gets everyone going, that allows the quarterback to be able to throw for three touchdowns because now the running game's going, yep. so you have time out there to, to throw it. Also, we've seen them, you know, pick up, you know, coverage and be able to block. We've seen everything that we that we knew was, you know, heading into the season that we wanted to see again on the player of the year. So mm-hmm. for it to all come about, especially this late in the season, there's not a lot of people that have that stock. It's, it's really low. Mm-hmm. So right now with it rising and also um, with it being the end, end of the season and, you know, jobs are – I'm not going to say jobs are on the line, but at least the idea of we need to make some changes if it does not work. For it to work and have some success, you 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 remember that. You go back to that. You know, you keep it there. So I'm a buy. I'm a buy as much as I can. Yeah. I think this is another tough call, and I think I'm going to disagree with you for like the sixth, seventh time on this show <laughs> so far today. I'm, I'm going to sell it. I think – at some point, you just take your money. I, I might be losing out on more money in the future, but who knows what's going to happen. Um, he could keep it up. I mean, he could go for 300 yards. We know that that's within the realm of possibility. But with with so many running backs in this backfield, I mean, there's a potential he even transfers after the season. Who knows? I mean, you wouldn't blame him for being frustrated with the way the season has gone. Um, and again, if, if you're not putting up big numbers, at least some of it is on you. But I think everybody would say at least some of it is on what's been happening specifically with the offensive line, but that offense as a whole. And so just I feel like there's a lot of uncertainty with the running back position and in particular at the running game, especially when you're going into a week like this where Vegas thinks that they're going to be down a lot. I'm going to sell. But if if he does fall off a bit, I'm going to buy back in for sure. <laughs> um, let's head back to basketball now. Uh, Keyshawn Bartholomew, leading scorer, puts up 19 points. He's 6 of 11 from the field, 3 of 3 from deep. Um, some rebounds, some assists. He only had one or two, I think two turnovers. It's a, it's a good first game, first start for, for a young guy like that. Um, you buying or selling? Definitely buying. Okay. Definitely buying. You could just – the biggest thing that stood out for me was the field goal attempts. Like this was a game that he made sure that he was assertive. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was it was a calm, like under the control um, type of game that you expect from your leading you know, guard, your point guard that has yep. the ball in his hands. Not only was he being aggressive and trying to score, he also was passing. You know, he – he finished with five assists in the game, like to lead, you know, all, all guards or all players. Um, he made sure that he was involved in the rebounding. He had his team poised and under control um, when it mattered late in the game. Um, I can't be low, you know, on, on a game like that where, where you put up, you know, 19 points. 
a steal, five assists, four four rebounds. Like yep. he did it all, and then knocked down the three ball as well. So he gave you a bit of everything, and you need that you know type of confidence out of your point guard. So I'm I'm buying. Yeah, I am too. You know, this is another one where I'm tempted to say, hey, he's a young guard. At some point, you're going to have a bit of a drop-off. There's going to be a couple bad games here, and that's probably the time that you want to be buying, and you probably want to be buying and selling pretty quickly, buying after the bad games, selling after the good games. But this early in the season, based on what we've seen, I just want to load up on as much Keyshawn stock as I can. I'll be playing those little games later on. He he was so good in that game. Um with some mistakes, too, and I think that's the thing. He's still this productive. You look at the stats, and they finish this efficiently when with, what, two, three minutes left in the game, he dribbled the ball down the court and just bounced it off his leg yeah. and out of bounds. Like, <laughs> it sucks that that happens. But I would have expected maybe more of that from not just him but the team in general. You know, 16 turnovers, it's not a number that you like, but given the circumstances, especially given the fact there were five extra minutes in this game, it's definitely something that you feel like you can build off of. And Keyshawn is kind of leading the way with all that. So why not? I'll buy on Keyshawn. Um, let's, uh, let's hit Evan Batty. He was incredibly efficient. 16 points in 21 minutes. That's with him missing two free throws right at the end of overtime that almost made it a game again. Um, but the five boards, the assist. But the story of the game for him wasn't how efficient he was. It was the fact that he picked up two fouls in the first seven minutes of the game, had to sit the rest of the first half, picked up another one quick in the second half, and just wasn't on the court nearly as much as he should be. 21 minutes in a 45-minute game. It's not good. Yeah, I'm buying, <laughs> and I'm buying quickly. Okay. Because he had a monster game, mm-hmm. and he also, like, robbed himself of an opportunity of, like, really going off and having his career yep. game. He, he he finishes with 16 points in 21 minutes, but it was on 6 of 6 shooting. He was the mismatch <laughs> in the game. He was, you know, the the guy that they made sure that they put the ball, like, in his hands and go get us a bucket. And I did not expect that um, coming into him. I thought this was a guy that – needed other guys to set him up for him to be successful Mm but he's just such a hard worker such a big body that's just active on on both ends of the floor and also like he's the pulse of the team like they go as he goes even when he's on the bench he's still involved he's still in the the young players uh you know heads and making sure that they hear him and they feel him um grabbing every board that came his way um, made sure he get to the got to the free throw line. He also knocked down a three pointer. So we got to see everything from him. Um, while all of those things that go beyond the scoreboard was still present. Yeah, he needs to make like better decisions as far as not fouling. But I mean, the Jitters were there. He was he was excited. He was ready for the mm-hmm. season, and and it happens. I'm gonna buy right now. Um, because I just know it's going to get better. He's going to just continue to get better. And they were winning like they were winning when he was in on the, in the game. Yep. He was a plus seven in the game, you know, in a four-point win. So that's, that's pretty big. That is big. And I like that you brought up that he was being all hyped up on the bench. It's good for the young guys to see that. And especially, I think, I can't remember if it was in overtime or late in the fourth quarter. They subbed him out for a possession. And, he, you know, it was overtime. And he goes over to the bench, and he's standing in the corner of the court, and he's, like, 
down low and he's getting ready to like scream and yell and hype everybody up and it's just good for those freshmen to see that's what you do in those situations at the end of the bench like it it, it sounds so simple to be like the end of the bench hypes everybody up um and they wave the towels and all that kind of stuff but with such a young team they just haven't seen it i mean they're so young that after the game tab boyle said that they didn't know the fight song the, <laughs> most of them didn't know the words and so after like they they had gone and sung with the band in the locker room, Evan went and taught them all the fight song. Like, that's how young this is, and that's how many of those little simple things need to be taught to this team. And and he is providing that, too. Um, I don't think that I could ever sell Evan Batty stock, which, <laughs> I don't know, it probably comes from the same place that makes me a pretty bad businessman, but I'm going to ignore that. I'm, give me all of the Evan Batty stock <laughs> forever because, I don't know. It's all he, he did what you'd expect him to do, right? Like, that Montana State team, not all that talented, but they are very experienced. They're veteran. Yeah. A lot of those guys are 21, 22 years old. They've they they have man strength. They've been in these college work or college programs, strength programs. They're a big, strong team, and that's a mismatch for a young team. Now, it's, again, still shouldn't have gone to overtime against them, but Evan Batty should be the guy who's able to go up against a team like that and go six for six and, and efficiently put up points and kind of carry the team through this one, whereas you, you play some of these one-and-dones later on. Give me Keyshawn against them because yeah. he, he, he has that little bit of experience on them. So it sucks he wasn't out there, but I also think that it makes this a good opportunity to buy stock. Um, and he hit a three. Um, <laughs> let's uh, let's hit this offensive line. You know, it's been two good performances in a row. Um, this week it was the running game that they really seemed to pick up um, while continuing to be good in pass protection. The week before they struggled to run a little bit, but the pass protection was really, really good. They've given up one sack in the last two weeks. Are you buying or selling this offensive line with three weeks to go? I'm buying it. Love I'm definitely it. buying it. You have Love you it. have no choice. Uh, you you're seeing their their pass protection. You're seeing the run protection. Also, <laughs> this is all came after they made a change. Yeah. So like that that person is still there. That person is winning the job. And it was like okay, we should have went to this sooner, but yep. we're glad that you're here. I'm sure that they're learning new techniques. They also seem to just be playing with a different type of pride, and that's why they've been playing um, well these last couple of games. When you could get your running back, you know, a big game after having a down, you know, year, you could get your quarterback rolling after having a down year. You also start to have some pride, like, hey, yep. we did that. We're we're a part of the reason that you know they're playing successful. We're part of the reason that we're starting to pick up wins. We're starting to you know fight in these games. So we're not getting embarrassed and blown out. So, yeah, I'm I'm buying that, like, very quickly. I like it. I think I'm buying too. Um, I still am just a little bit hesitant that one of these weeks it's just going to blow up. And we're just going to be sitting here watching them give up sack after sack <laughs> after sack. And and that fear is in my mind. But I do think that we expected the offensive line to be pretty good this season. Mostly because it's four of the same starters from last year. And that was a good group, obviously. You saw the success that Jarek had behind them. I, I'll buy. I'll buy one more time. And then I will have plenty of offensive line stock. I'll be happy with it. Um, last one here. We're going back to basketball. Lawson Lovering played 13 minutes, one of four from the field, a couple of rebounds, 
an assist, three points, a block, and he fouled out of the game in those 13 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> See, so with him i don't want to sell um i agree but i'm also not going to buy like i'm okay. just going to just wait and see you know what happens um so it's i don't think it's going to rise or it's going to drop um again this is jitters this is you know the the big guys knowing that they had if you look at it the fouls in the game batty and and lovering these are the big guys so you know that you had the size opportunity you mm -hmm. know you were the mismatch and i know that that was a point of emphasis going into the game i'm sure that boy was telling them hey you guys can do what you want in this game. Like, make sure that they feel you. Make sure that your size, yeah. it you know, it, uh, affects them and you win the game in those type of ways. Um, loss and levering comes from, you know, Wyoming basketball where he is not, you know, able to be this physical. And that's probably all he's been seeing for the last year, year and a half is, mm -hmm. you know, playing at this speed, playing with these type of players and being able to be physical and then getting into the game and, this is your first game, you know, in, in front of a live crowd like that in a long time. And also, he hasn't seen this type of stuff before. So I'm sure that, like, this is just a young player having to go through the emotions. And and, and I just think that he is going to bounce back. He is going to know, like, okay, I can't do these type of things, and I'm going to learn from this type of experience. Um, so I expect, like, him to, to bounce back. Yeah, so mm -hmm. I'm just going to just wait and see. But I do, you know, know in my mind he is going to get better. Yep. And, and I'm in a similar place because I do think he's going to get better and I want to buy stock because I think he's going to get better. It, there might be more bad games before there are some good games, though. Yeah, yeah. And, and how, long, how long is it going to take for him to turn into uh, just an effective, efficient, like a plus basketball player? Which, I mean, he wasn't bad in, uh, in that game. He just fouled out and made a couple of mistakes. I th there were some things that you saw, and you're like, oh, yeah, it's exciting. But just when he gets the ball in the post, have a plan. Just yeah. you, take your time. Be patient. Set your feet. You, there's no reason for you to ever fade away from the basket when you take a shot. You're seven feet tall. And it's just some of those little things that they're going to come eventually. How quickly do they come, though? And I know that I want to buy his stock. I'm going to take a little bit of a gamble, and, and I'm going to come back to this next week and, and see if maybe he's... <laughs> He's, he's had a couple of similar performances, and uh, then you can really get a deal. Uh, so that's my plan. I'm going to hold. All right. I uh, want to remind you guys, DraftKings Sportsbook, it is so much fun. I, uh, I went to the Avalanche game last night, made a killing. <laughs> I had all sorts of bets. I had them in, like, the 60-minute line. I took them minus 2.5 because I was like, there's a real chance they just go out there and win 7-1, to yeah. one, which is what they did. Um, I had the Gabe Landeskog shots. I had the Miko shots. Oh, Miko actually didn't hit because they didn't count one that should have counted. The point is, uh, I went four for five, a couple of those plus money, and now I'm going to this Nuggets game tonight, going to do the same thing. I'm in on Bones tonight. I uh, Actually, so so here's, here's my move. Um, I took, actually, I made three Bones bets, all at plus money. And the reason I like it is because I took the assists over two and a half because we saw that he was getting by yeah. guys. He was making the pass afterward. I, I think he's going to keep cooking. I think he's going to do what's working for him. That was plus 150. What concerns me, though, is that he might not be out on the floor all that much because Jokic is back. Maybe that means that he isn't just like a true sixth man, which he kind of was before. So I also took him under half a turnover also at plus 150 
So if he doesn't play that much, he's not going <laughs> to turn the ball over, and I end up a little bit ahead. If he plays a lot, I think he's going to get the assist. And I also took the over one and a half threes, also at plus money, because it's bones. That's funny. At least you thought about it, and there was a process into your thinking. Yeah. I think that he's played well, and Malone loves him. Like I really do think that he loves him. Mm-hmm. I think it started out earlier. But I think that he's starting to come around to the fact that I have to put this guy out there because he, he, he's, a, he's a real player. He's a true player. And also he just he, – he has a great feel for it. And you're starting to see it start to rise with them. Also, I think that now he's going to be a part of that second unit. They're going to need mm-hmm. their second unit to play. So I think you'll be fine. I like it. I like to hear it. Um, also, I took Aaron Gordon double-double at plus 1,100. Yeah, that's just having fun. <laughs> that is that's, just that's having fun. That's the guy that's won yesterday, so he's like, I, got, I can play around. Absolutely. And uh, if you want to have fun like me, go over to DraftKings Sportsbook. There's so many different promotions. Um, there was also, oh, first score, there was a 50% boost. I took Will Barton because he, he – it's not because he's hot. It's because he thinks he's hot, and he's right, but that's not the point. <laughs> the point is he wants to go shoot the ball more, so he's going to do it. Um, but yeah, if you want to get on DraftKings Sportsbook, they've got an awesome promotion just for new users. Uh, here's what you do: you bet one dollar on either team to score in any NFL game. If either team scores, you win one hundred dollars in free bets. It's a great deal from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. You must be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com/sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. All right. Uh, before we get out of here, we're going to make some bold predictions. Um, I'll go first. I'm going to say I'm gonna say the Buffs sweep tomorrow. Sweep. Two wins. Oh. I know it's a UCLA game. It's a 17-point spread. But, but, hey, this offense is scoring points. I'm 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 gonna ride this. I'm gonna enjoy it as much as I can. I've been getting hyped about this game, and I'm gonna stay hyped. I uh, I think there's a real chance that they go out there and they they might score 30 points in this game, Deb. I think they might <laughs> score is, 30 points. That is bold. <laughs> it is bold. Okay, I'll I'll make my prediction that it'll be on the football side of things. Okay, I'll say that Broussard finishes with a hundred yards. I just feel Ooh, like I yeah. feel like regardless, I think that they're gonna you know ride the hot man. And what they've seen is, if you give them the ball, good things happen. So yep. making sure that you feed them as much as possible, and also him running the ball and being successful running the ball means that the other team is not on the field. So I really do think that they're gonna try to ride him. So I'll say he's gonna have a hundred yards. I like it. That's a good one. I think that again. I don't know that they're going to be able to run the ball. They might wind up down and they have to fight their way back in. But I do think that at this point, that's what they're going to want to do. I think, I mean, because if you're the offensive coordinator for Colorado, what are you thinking? You're thinking, okay, there is a chance we're going to be losing in this game and we're going to need to throw a lot to get back into it. Let's run the ball as much as we can up until that point. And if it works, we keep doing it. And if it doesn't work, then we consider making changes. So, yeah, I do like it, especially with the potential for him just to break a long one. Um, yeah, I think that's a good one. Score prediction for basketball tomorrow? I'll say that they win by 10 plus. I like it. I'll say they win by 10 plus. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with that too. I, I, I will agree. I think that after what happened in that first game, I feel like just watching that game, we saw that team grow. 
they were so much better in the last eight minutes in overtime of that game than they were for the first, whatever, 32 minutes. So I'm going to take that too. And on the football side, give me a, a 30 to 27 buffs win. 30. They're going to score 30 points. <laughs> and they're going to win a <laughs> close one, man. That's... Yep. I, I'll do... I'll say I'll say it's going to be closer than what Vegas thinks is going to okay. be for that football side of things, but I think it's going to be more so on that defensive end. I don't think that UCLA is going to you know go wild and and, and put up a ton of points. So I'll say I'll say thirteen to twenty, thirteen mm. to twenty four. Okay, I'll uh you know, let's make that the DraftKings pick of the week. I agree with you. It's they're going to be within that seventeen points. Yeah, buffs uh. Buffs plus 17. That's your DraftKings pick of the week. I think that's all we got for you guys today. Um, thank you to all of you for tuning in. Shout out to Dev for being here. Shout out to Kale behind the scenes for producing. And we'll be back tomorrow to recap these two games. It's going to be a great day for Buff Sports. And uh, we'll, we'll see you guys then.